0: Hello and welcome to Get That Grad Job, a podcast brought to you by the Lancaster University Careers Team. Today's theme is the Lancaster Award. I'm Hannah your host and I'm joined by three guests.
1: Thank you so much for joining me today. Could you all just introduce yourselves please? Hi I'm Diane Richardson, I'm the Quality and Information Manager within the Central Career Service and part of my role is to manage the Lancaster Award.
2: Hi I'm Charlene Gandhi. I studied Marketing Management at French at Lancaster um, between 2014 and 2018, and I currently work as a small business reporter for Courier.
3: Hi, I'm Sharon Mason. I run my own marketing and PR agency. I did a degree at Lancaster University in English and Religious Studies a long time ago.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much for joining me today. So I guess the first question is, what is the Lancaster Award?
1: So the Lancaster Award is um, an employability award that was set up back in 2009 um, the whole idea behind it is to get students to really think about and um, be able to market all the skills they've gained through the extracurricular activities that they've taken part in whilst they've been at university.
0: Amazing. And Charlene, you actually did the Lancaster Award, is that right, when you were a student? I did, yeah. So how did you find it?
2: So I think the Lancaster Award really allowed me to have a um, holistic university experience in that alongside my formal studies, I was able to focus on my professional development, um, my volunteering and additional skills that I could get through the various activities that are on offer at Lancaster. So I really enjoyed uh, spending my time doing the award throughout
1: the four years.
0: Amazing, thanks. Um, So Diane what does the Lancaster Award
1: involve? There's two parts to the Lancaster Award so the first half is about undertaking activities whilst you're at university so for the award everything that you do from the day you arrive at university can potentially count towards um, your final submission so we encourage you to get involved with campus activities to do some volunteering and that volunteering can be here at home, the local community, or or potentially um, internationally as well. um, We encourage you to undertake some work experience and a whole range of careers workshops. So kind of when you've done that and you've accumulated um, the points, there are three levels to the award, bronze, silver and gold. And say, for example, you're going for gold, then you'd need around 65 points, which is quite easy to attain. So that can just be a couple of examples of work experience, one campus activity, and maybe a workshop, and that gets you 65 points. From then on, you um, have to submit a written piece. So we ask you to evidence the skills that you've gained through those activities. You can submit a CV or a LinkedIn profile, and there's a video interview as well. So like I say, it's two halves, half the activity, and then half is the actual submission side of it.
0: Cool, so you've talked about potentially completing four different activities, so campus activities, work experience, volunteering and careers workshops. I guess thinking um, maybe about uh, campus activities, Why do you think these are important for students to get involved with?
1: I think campus activities are a really good way to um, fully engage with the whole university experience. So a campus activity might be joining a society, it could be perhaps becoming a course rep, a student ambassador, anything like that. So it's just really to encourage you to um, make sure that you're being a full and active member of the university society.
2: Yeah I would back that and say that I think campus activities allow you to develop so many different skills that actually you don't realise you're developing as you're doing those jobs. Um, you know, I had a role of a treasurer at one of the societies in my first year, which was a fantastic way to just learn how to manage finances, for example, so that ended up becoming a skill on my CV that I wouldn't have got otherwise. Um, so we definitely shouldn't discount those, those experiences that you get from societies and other activities um, in helping your professional development.
0: Absolutely. So what kind of societies were you involved in when you were students?
2: So, in my first year, I was part of the Feminist Society um, and also Advertising Society in the Management School, um, and I had exec positions on both, um, which, you know, looking back six years on, I'm like, oh, I don't even know what those were, but actually at the time they were invaluable experiences um, that actually probably allowed me to get part-time jobs later down um, my uni career. Um, And then in my final year, I was part of Enactus, Um, I decided not to take a exec position in my final year. Um, But that was, again, an amazing experience in terms of just learning how to project manage um, and also, you know, looking at social impact through those projects as well. So um, I loved being part of all of that. I think it just gave me another angle to being
3: a uni student. Amazing. How about you, Sharon? I was part of the International Employee Liaison Society. I don't know if it still exists, but that was really, um, I suppose, welcoming overseas employees to the UK and helping them to settle in, but it was doing things outside of the university. So taking them into the town and, um, and doing social stuff with them and just welcoming them and helping them to settle really. Cool. yeah so
1: when I was at university I was part of the um, the university sailing club and that's actually something that I still do now in terms of sailing so um, it was something that um, I've kind of carried on from university and and on after with that after that but I think from when we're marking Lancaster award submissions one of the things that we see is sometimes you get the most fantastic examples of skills through those um, societies and activities. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people think that you have to do something really extreme to kind of be part of Lancaster Word. We've had you know, students who've trekked up Kilimanjaro, worked in a bear refuge in Croatia, <laughs> but it doesn't have to be something like that. We've also had students who've been a member of the hockey society, a hockey team, and they've got the most fantastic example of teamwork. So sometimes it's just recognising mm-hmm. that activities that you yourself might not value to an employer can be a fantastic example of your transferable skills. Yeah and
0: also there's the important issue of well-being as well like sports teams and societies are so important in terms of managing your own stress and we've talked about this in other podcasts as well Uh, but just having that time to yourself and to spend time with other people is also important maybe not for Lancaster Award but definitely for your life so thinking about other Lancaster Award activities how about work experience why is that part of the Lancaster Award Um, and equally why is it important to do whilst you're a student
1: I think a, um, a lot of employers really value the experience that students have through the work experience. And again, it doesn't have to be work experience that's going to be related to your your career choice. Um, any form of work experience can give you some fantastic examples. So you might work in a bar on campus or in a restaurant in town. And you'll have those situations where you're dealing with difficult people, you're problem solving, you're using your communication skills. So work experience, it gives you that real life, real world experience. And again, a fantastic um, range of skills.
2: Doing a placement has been a fantastic experience, I think, for so many people, um, not just in terms of allowing them to uh, get their Lancaster awards, but also just allowing them to... Um, get ahead of the competition when it comes to getting grad jobs for example because you have a whole year of work behind you um, and a lot of people naturally end up going back to the places that they did their placements at um, for their for their grad jobs um, which is obviously in this economy a really easy transition Um, so absolutely placements are something that I'm a big advocate for um, and once they are incredibly difficult to get they are so worth the effort once you get them
3: That's definitely true in terms of placements and work experience. I think that when you start applying for work, you really are in a competition and anything that helps your CV stand out is going to help you get onto the career ladder. And any work experience can set you apart because you will be competing with other people that have a lot of qualifications, the same as you, or more than you, but actually it's the work experience that employers are looking for. So if you can demonstrate that you've got that, then that can be a huge boost.
0: Absolutely. And then I think one of the most underutilised, I would say, is someone who marks the Lancaster Award as well. Um, Parts of the Lancaster Award is actually volunteering. Um, So I know everyone um, on this podcast is actually quite passionate about volunteering as well as myself. So why is volunteering part I guess again of the Lancaster Award but also why do you think volunteering is important for students to do and I guess for anyone
1: to do? Volunteering is part of the Lancaster Award because it's a fantastic opportunity to not only give something back to society but also to work with an entirely different group of people again to develop different skills um, and so to make sure as well that your skills aren't just coming from the stuff that you've done on campus it's a completely different experience and a lot of employers now have um, a social agenda. So, again, you're just demonstrating that you fit with that too. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think um,
2: volunteering allows you to show that you are aware of and attuned to a lot of the issues that are going on around you. Um, It shows that you have an awareness outside of yourself and outside of your bubble, especially as a uni student. Um, So, you know, it doesn't mean that you have to stick to one particular cause or one particular charity or um, you know there are so many thousands of opportunities that that are around in your local communities and online now there are so many digital volunteering opportunities that exist um, and it's just about finding the one that, that works for you and fits around your schedule um, but you know I've done things ranging all the way from um, you know helping folks who've dealt with homelessness all the way through to redistributing food so um, you know it's just about being able to show that that you have an awareness of the world around you, and that is a really critical skill, I think, especially to employers now.
3: Definitely. Yeah, it does demonstrate a wider skill set, definitely. Um, But also, just part of your own personal development, it can be really strong, because you get all your academic qualifications and maybe some work experience too, but actually you learn so many more skills by working with an even wider demographic, a wider community, um, it just opens your mind and demonstrates that um, you have a, yeah you have you have more skills you have a, 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 a wider approach to, uh, to, the, to to the to the needs in society.
0: Definitely. So, how can students get involved in volunteering if that's something that they want to do as part of the Lancaster Award or just generally?
1: There are many different ways to get involved. The Students' Union have got a really good um, volunteering unit and you can find more details about that online. So you can put your details in there, what kind of experience you're looking for, um, and the search engine will return experiences that will fit with the kind of volunteering that interests you. There are loads of websites out there um, looking for volunteers. And I think at this particular time as well, it felt at first like maybe there weren't going to be as many opportunities but actually there are but they're slightly different so I think that Covid has introduced a slightly different element so rather than being put off and thinking that nobody will want you to volunteer actually that can be the exact opposite at the moment
2: I think I would echo that and say there are so many opportunities out there it literally just takes you googling you know perhaps starting by googling the cause that you're particularly passionate about um followed by volunteering opportunities And depending on how comfortable you are volunteering online and remotely, that's also very much on the cards. Um, And obviously, you know, taking into account that you have to take care of your own health and well-being in these times. um, You know, not everybody is comfortable volunteering in person, which is completely fine because there are thousands of opportunities out there. And I think on campus, something that is often discounted as a potential volunteering opportunity is is helping certain academic research centres. Um, so you know it doesn't necessarily always have to be with charities and non-profits there are plenty of research centres looking for students and alumni to help out um, you know on an ad hoc basis just to get their name out there and just to help um, you know keep keep the cog whirring as it were. Um, I spent the last two years so I graduated two years ago and spent two years volunteering for the Pennant Centre for Sustainability in in Business um, which is part of LUM's um, and again, I wouldn't traditionally think of it as a, volunteer, well, as a volunteering experience, but it was a fabulous
3: activity that I got to do that kept me in touch with Lancaster as well. I, I, think, I think you're right that definitely you just Google and, and opportunities will come <laughs> up. But also, even if something isn't organised, you can develop your own ideas. So that might be, you know, during COVID, putting a note through everyone's door in your street, asking if there's anyone that needs any help, picking up prescriptions, dropping off shopping. It could be something that isn't already organised, but just something that you do off your own bat. So there are lots of opportunities.
0: Yeah, I really love that. I love that idea of going around your local neighbourhood as well. I think whether you're at home or whether you're in Lancaster, maybe you're a student um, who's just moved into the city centre as opposed to on campus, the chances are that you will have vulnerable people around you, um, and so it's looking at your local area as well and thinking, how can I help the people um, that surround me? Um, I think that's a really nice idea, just putting little notes through people's letter box and also forming that bit of community as well on your street or on your area. Chances are that you probably live in a student area. I personally <coughs> live on a student area. I can see people outside of my window right now moving into a student house. Um, so like people do appreciate it and it is important. Um, I really like that. So when can students get involved in the Lancaster Award? Is this something that they can only do in their final year or from their first year? How does it work, Diane?
1: We really encourage students to get involved in the Lancaster Award as soon as possible, so students can start from the very first week that they're here. However, the important thing to note is that even if a student doesn't sign up until later on, they can still count all the experiences that they've had at university before they've actually signed up to the award, so everything still counts. But ideally, if you do start it in your first year, it gives you that bit longer to work towards um, both the activity side of things and the submission process as well. Normally a student would complete the award in their penultimate year of study, Um, the reason being that this then allows us to mark the submission over the summer and when they start applying for graduate jobs in their final year of study they'll have had the feedback from us, Um, they'll be able to articulate their skills and it'd be really useful in that graduate job recruitment process. So ideally um, students can start at any time really right up until that penultimate year deadline but if they started in the first year then it would give them more time to kind of work towards what they want to do and also to think about what their long-term career goal is and what activities might actually help them in terms of pursuing that goal.
0: Absolutely. And so how can students sign up to Lancaster Award?
1: All they need to do is go to Target Connect. Um, You'll find the address for that on the careers website and you access it with your normal university username and password. Once you're in there, have a look at the calendar and you'll see all of the careers events listed. We've got loads of workshops, careers fairs, also, it's running throughout the year. But if you filter by Lancaster Award, you'll see all of the introductory sessions that are taking place this term. You just need to sign up to one of those introductory sessions and we'll go through the whole award process with you from both the activity side of things and also the submission as well. Once you've signed up and you've come along to that session, we'll then tell you how you go about actually signing up for the award itself. Um, And then you'll have a Moodle page that you'll be able to find all of our resources on.
0: Amazing. Thank you. So we've talked about a lot of things today and we've covered a lot of different topics. Um, If you could just share your final top tips for students and graduates who are kind of considering this area or maybe thinking about their career at this time.
3: Um, I would say it's really important. Okay, volunteering on its own is a good enough thing to do on its own. Mm -hmm. Um, However, it can be really helpful if you can think about the results that are coming through, the improvements that you're making and the difference you're making. And if you can find a way of quantifying that, that will be really helpful. And that could be as simple as the number of people you've helped, the number of groups, the number of companies you've worked for, whatever it might be, or it might be as far as going as the difference you've made in somebody's life or a company's life or an organisation. But one way or another, if you can think about Improvements, results, the difference you've made, and find a way of quantifying that. That will be really powerful on your CV. Mm. That's a really good
2: tip. I think for for me, it's always been about finding a cause that you're particularly passionate about, um, and that might take some time, and that's completely okay. Um, but once you've found it, I think naturally you will want to do um, whatever activity it is that you've signed up to volunteer for. You know, however early in the morning it is, because you will just find <laughs> that passion coming. Um, Quite naturally to you, if you found that cause, um, and just to echo what Sharon said as well, I think regular reflection. So you know, writing a diary, keeping an audio journal. Um, you know, at the end of every time you do that activity, if you just keep a little note of what you've achieved, um, I think that's really powerful. Um, not just from a skills and professional development perspective, but just from um, you know seeing your own progress and and being able to congratulate yourself and say, you know, I've I've done something great and I've done something that's outside of myself and helping my community. Um, and that is an achievement because not a lot of people are able to do that and are able to give their time up. So definitely worth patting yourself on the back for. <laughs>
1: that's a good tip. I definitely agree with those sentiments. When we first set up the award, um, one of the main reasons was because employees were coming to us and saying that in terms of application forms, quite often, students were filling application forms with examples from their degree and while your degree is obviously really important, it's what else you've done outside of your degree that will really make you stand out. So the award is that opportunity to really reflect on all of the other activities that you've taken part in and to identify the skills that you've gained through those activities. And quite often it's easy to take for granted all the stuff that you've achieved and, and don't really appreciate how valuable that might be to a potential employer. So. I think Hannah and I would probably say that from a careers perspective, quite often we'll see a student with a CV and they've got all of their academic details down there, but they'll sometimes have missed off something really important. Like we have had students who've volunteered um, internationally in an orphanage or, or something of that nature and they've not put it on the CV because they've not realised how actually that's a fantastic achievement and something that really needs to be on there so it's thinking about what you've done and really um thinking about it from an employee's perspective of, of the skills that you'll have gained that are useful to them
0: absolutely thank you so much this has been a really interesting conversation and we hope it's been interesting for you who are listening um, so thank you for listening to get that grad job thank you especially to my brilliant guests for today's podcast tune in next time for more information and advice on getting your grad job